Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Feelings. I'm your host, Gabby Brooks, and I couldn't be more excited about today's episode. We get to talk with Ethan, and he's in Riverside, California, and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, so I couldn't be more excited to bring some of my Californians onto the podcast, even though we're across country. That is great. And just California will forever have a special place in my heart. So just the fact that I got to incorporate my Californians in this just, it makes my heart so happy. And also the way that he talks, we haven't talked in a while, just catching up with him was such a blessing because he talks with so much truth. Even we laughed, we joked around, but there's underlying truth to all of it. And he is just going to do great things. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet Ethan. Let's get into it. to be recording this podcast with him we're actually across country right now and we're recording it on our phones through a call which is crazy right yeah technology (laughs) these days i'm still like i'm so like excited of how we're doing this because i'm in california right now (laughs) okay ethan tell everyone because no one knows who you are tell them a little bit about what you're doing right now and who you are yeah, so I'm actually an intern, a youth intern for a church called Sandals out here in California. So I live in Southern California in like a little-ish city called Riverside. <laughs> and oh yeah, I say little-ish because it's not that little. But um, so yeah, I'm a youth intern. And I'm like, currently I'm not in school, but I'm a full-time intern at a church where I'm just trying to learn about more who God's calling me to be and more about my call on ministry right now. That's uh, I love that. And also I love that you didn't take the normal route and you didn't just go off to college. Okay. So why didn't you just go off to college? Honestly, as I was like, cause uh, personally I wanted to go to college, but I met, I wanted to meet with a lot of people, like a lot of our pastors, a lot of our like directors of departments. Yeah. And I wanted to get their input on it. So I was like, Hey, should I go to college or should I just go straight to interning and working? And they were like, well, it's up to you basically. And that didn't really help me at all. Cause I was like, <laughs> I literally asked you for your advice, You're like, just but a lot of them were like, Honestly, like you, you like get a degree. If you got a degree, you wouldn't really be able to pay it off because ministry doesn't pay that much. And so that's what kind of like motivated me. Where I was like, I don't want to cripple in debt before I join. Yeah. And a lot of them that that was like kind of like a minor point, but the major point was experience is better than learning a bunch of book stuff because if you learn a bunch of book stuff and not know how to apply it, it's kind of useless. No, I understand that so much. I always thought that getting the experiences was so much better than reading about it. And I told people that in high school, actually, and I told one of my teachers that, and they were like, no, Gabby, just go to college. And I was like, but. (laughs) But what if I actually knew how to use it? Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like to certain people, like some people need to read about it before they go out and do it. And then there's other people that need to experience it and won't actually learn it from the books. So I think that's always interesting. Yeah. Or do both. Like, honestly, like like be an experience while it's just kind of like learning yourself not just like doing one or the other yeah no I totally agree I think that's awesome but okay so what exactly is going on in your life right at this moment what is it like being kind of college age student but actually working in the workplace it's actually really weird because it's like kind of like a gray area because like a lot of people our age like 19 ish old like they're in school and they don't really know what it's like to be out kind of like, I want to see the real world. Cause like a lot of people who I work with are not my age. They're like at yeah. least like six years older than me. 
in a completely different season of life. Like they're either married or they just have like a ton of life experience. And there's people who, like, like I said, like I work with and they have a lot of life experience or those who are in school and they don't have a lot of life experience. And then there's me where I don't have either. <laughs> You're like, I'm not qualified for either, but somehow I have this. <laughs> somehow I'm here. <laughs> we grabbed the job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's that been like though on you, like a positive impact of having all these people with all this different life experience to feed it in on you at such a young age? It's been so humbling because honestly, their willingness to, to mentor me, even though like I'm like I get mentored by people and like who aren't even in my department, like I'm part of youth and I like meet with people who are like in other departments, whether that's like missions or like we have like a team called the people's team. And so like being able to meet with people in those departments and their eagerness to be like, wow, I'm just happy that you're so young and wanting to learn. Yeah. It's kind of humbling to be able to listen to their life experience and apply it to my own life. Yeah, I love that you're saying it's humbling. What do you mean by it's humbling? Uh, I mean, just kind of like, oftentimes, like our generation can be very much into the mindset where it's like, man, I got all this life experience. I went to high school. <laughs> and <laughs> then they walk out of high school, school like, I went to high school. <laughs> and hearing people who are like, man, like I went through this trial, like, it's like a season that I'm entering and hearing them say the exact same season, but they're out of that season now. Yeah. And so kind of just getting my mind blown where it's like man I thought I was the only one going through this and then they're like no like I went through this <laughs> and I got out of that though I think that's always cool to hear people's stories of how they went through something but how they got out of it I feel like that's always a great feeling especially when you're in the midst of something yeah and like because often like I see it as like kind of like a, a compass that points you back to Jesus where it's like hey there's light at the end of the tunnel like oftentimes when we're in difficult seasons like at least for me, like, it can feel like the world's coming down on you. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, like, where's God and things like that. But oftentimes, like, it just takes some community to be like, hey, like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I, oh, I read a quote this morning, actually. It's funny that you said someone posted on their Instagram story and they were like, I forget the exact quote, but it was something around the lines of our struggles will later on be victories or our um, weaknesses will later on be our strengths and I thought that was really interesting because it was basically saying the things that we consider our struggles now will later propel us in life and I always thought that was kind of cool yeah that's that's really good honestly I really like that I man like I just <laughs> had to take a minute to like listen to that <laughs> <laughs> no I saw it on Instagram and I was like I had just woken up and I was like wow that's too good for this early in the morning <laughs> Yeah, you wake up, like, all crusty eye. You look over your, like, super bright phone. You're like, that's actually really good. It's blinding. Wow, yeah, it's so good it's blinding. I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's crazy that you said that. Because I think that's so important to know, especially because feelings are momentary. And I feel like sometimes when we have these feelings or in we're in the midst of a struggle, it can be really easy for Satan to tell us that's the story and that's the end, when in reality it's only the beginning, which I think is yeah. really cool. Yeah, like the feeling is in the moment, but the experience lasts your entire life. Like you remember the experience, but like those feelings, like the weight of it is only in that moment. Yeah. And that's so hard to see, though, in that time. You yeah. You know that. Yeah. You, like you're focused on the here and now. So you're like you're looking around you rather than like what's ahead. So you're like, all I see is like this, this and this. Like, 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 like if you were like wandering through like a nature walk and you see all these like bugs around you, and you're like, oh, my gosh. But if you take like two steps forward, you're out of that area. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have put it that way, but I like that. 
<laughs> but yeah, no. Also, speaking of, you said something about looking into the future. Sometimes you probably understand this. What are your thoughts about what you're going to do in the future? Or do you have no clue yet? Honestly, like, I feel called to be in youth ministry. So, like, kind of like just going into ministry. And right now I'm in youth, but kind of open to where God's called me. Because, like, honestly, like, there's so much more that he's opening my eyes to, like, especially, like, the world of missions. Like, I never really – I grew up in, like, a community where it was, like, let's, like, let's be all about missions, but – not me. Like I'm not going to go to India or Southeast Asia to preach the gospel, but being able to see like, the culture and like the vision around that. And actually like it's biblical. Cause yeah. I used to think where I was like, Oh man, that's just something that people want to do. They just want an excuse to travel. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm- but going into that, that, Oh, sorry. But that perspective where it was like, man, like maybe God's trying to tell me something being open to it rather than closed minded of like, Oh no, I'm just going to stay in my lane. That's good. I really like that. Like, really like that. That's awesome. I feel like that's a perspective that it's hard to have that perspective, too, is just be like, God, here's my life. Have it. It's easier said than done. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, honestly, like, that's, that's like, I love what you said. Like, surrendering our life is, like, one of the hardest things we'll ever do because it's like, oh, yeah, I remember where I was when I gave my life to Jesus, but, like, actually surrendering your day-to-day and, like, even, like, your like outlook uh, not outlook but like <laughs> where you want to go in life to jesus like that takes a lot of like discipline and also just like a lot of saying yes to like more than just one yes yeah no i agree i forget who we had a series and it was like our yeses and no's have a lot more impact than we like to think that they do and it's like the little yeses and the little no's are also make all the difference and i thought that was interesting because he was like are you saying yes to god even in the little things that you feel like he doesn't care about which I just think is awesome. wow. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, dang, I need to change something. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I feel like, dang, I need to take a look, closer look at myself. I need, I need to check myself right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love those statements, though, where you're like, yo, I got to check something about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I love that there's all these, like, little quotes out there where it's like, there's this Instagram account called Trust God, Bro. Like, and some of those stuff, some of the quotes from that from that page is just so like gut wrenching. Like it's like prompted to kind of just be like that self discovery process where it's like instead of looking around everyone, why don't you look inward? Whoa, yeah, I'm learning so much from your Instagram post that you're telling me about today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, like. I spent I spent a little bit too much time on the gram, but oh. honestly, like, so there's some there's some good accounts out there that are really trying to be encouraging. Like, also like more of that like discipling. Yeah. Even though you're not face to face with someone. Well, I feel like that's so good because social media can be such a negative thing, but it can also be a positive thing. It's how yeah. you use it. So I think that's really interesting that you said that. Yeah, I'm interested that I said that too. I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when you're like. I know, right? (laughs) Well, I should write that down. I should write, thanks, God. Yeah, I love it when he does that, where he kind of speaks through you to someone else. And then you're like, oh, wow, I need to know that on my own life and speak that actually in my life. Yeah. (laughs) But no, that's so good. And I I didn't even, like, you kind of showed me that through talking. Because it's something that I feel like causes our generation a lot of anxiety and depression is social media. 
and how we have the world at our fingertips. But at the same time, I forget, I think it was Sadie Robertson said something like, it isn't about social media necessarily, it's how we use it. And she said, are you following people who encourage you, uplift you? Are you following people that make you feel bad about yourself? Or are you spending too much time comparing yourself to other people? Or are you feeding yourself goodness on your day-to-day through social media? And I was like, oh, okay, I need to like recheck who I'm following. And she also said something interesting where she was like, if someone honestly isn't supposed to be in your life anymore, it's not saying that they're a bad person by unfollowing them or like kind of putting them out of your life. It's just being like, you were great for a season, but now this next season, you're not supposed to be part of that. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That just means that you shouldn't be a part of this next step with me. And I was like, wow, that's so good. Yeah, that's wow. (laughs) I, that's actually really good. I like, I've been like here, like honestly, like a lot of nowadays where it's like people, like, especially like older people are like, wow, like social media is like a killer. Social media is this, but it's honestly like anything's good when they're used healthy. Like honestly, like, a, like a tool is used as a tool and to use it for its unintended purposes like yeah oh my god and yeah. social media could be a tool where it's like man it's like to help connect with others and like share news and also just like encourage one another but also like it can build that comparative nature like you said like from that quote like i feel like the biggest thing is not just like i feel like it's the feeling of comparison that envy where it's like wow like they're doing this they get to go here yeah. And then just kind of plants that seed for that internal compass where it's like, man, I wish I could do that. And then it builds that kind of like that anxiety of like, man, am I doing enough? Yeah. Oh, that's so awful. It can be good things too on social media. It's not like they're specific, yeah. you're an awful human being, but they're posting the like image that they want you to see. Yeah. And I love what you said about like some, some things or friendships are meant for a season. Like yeah. I was talking to someone recently and they were like, there are certain systems where it's like that helps you like whether that's in high school or helped you in your early adult years, but maybe it's time for you letting God to change that system. It may be scary to change out of that system because it's what you're comfortable to, but it's something that will help you grow instead of comfortability. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I love that. I forget. I think this was also Christine Kane talked about it. I think it was Christine Kane. I'm not told 100%, but she said something like, on social media, it allows us to have a doorway in people's lives that aren't supposed to be in our life anymore. So it allows us to continually be like checking on on whether it's a girlfriend or an ex-friend or whoever that might be negatively impacting our lives that isn't supposed to be in our lives anymore. And there's a reason that God shut that door for your friendship, but you're still looking at their lives and seeing what they're doing and trying to have an open door to that relationship. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Like, honestly, one of the best features I love now is muting. Or it's not unfollowing them where it's like, it gives that vibe where it's like, man, they're just cutting me out. But like, yeah, I'm switching it to like loving you from afar. Like, I don't think it's healthy for me as a person to be around you right now. Like, I don't think you're building me up, but I don't want to just leave you in the dust. Yeah, no, that's so good. I love that. Yeah, that's important. (laughs) Yeah, I like, honestly, like, that's what I felt really convicted on. Because I was like, oh, I'm just trying to help myself grow by like, getting rid of unhealthy friendships but it's like they also need to hear the news and go through the challenges that you're trying to pursue or you're going through but they don't have anyone to point them there yeah and it's not like and so like yeah yeah sorry no go ahead no keep going i'm like very intrigued by this yeah like we went through this series um which was all about like relationships and navigating relationships and one of our main topics was like like being okay navigating through difficult people but being okay with 
kind of suppressing and like not putting as much invest investment in unhealthy people. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people where it's like, they're just unhealthy to be around where it's like, man, but they don't know it. Or some people that they know, they know it. And that's the point where it's like, man, I just need to love you from far. Not necessarily like cut you out, I but cut you pray out. for you and be like, yeah, like, man, we're done. Like, don't <laughs> like, I draw this line with my jumbo chalk and you're not stepping across that line. <laughs> jumbo chalk. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, like as a kid, like you, you draw like a line. You're like, don't cross this line because this is my area. And then they cross the line. You like lose it. <laughs> I don't think I ever did that. But now I know what you did as a little kid. You drew the little line. Or like, Mm-mm, you do not come. In really? Oh, uh, well, that's that younger sibling life. Like my bigger sister would always like try and mess with me. So I'd always like draw a line because we'd be drawing. And I'm like, don't come on my side of the sidewalk. <laughs> I love that. I can tell you I never did that, but you know what? It sounds interesting, and I can see I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess. Okay. But Reaching back sorry, a little ahead. bit about who you are, too, because as much as I love talking about everything else, I want everyone listening to kind of get a little bit more of an insight about who you are. So you grew up with a sister. Yeah, I grew up, so it was just me and my sis and my mom. So, unfortunately, my dad passed away before I was born, so it was just us three. And uh, it was kind of, like, different, a different experience, especially growing up in, like, a community and, like, a area where it was yeah. a lot of, like, that cookie-cutter family where it's like, a mom, a dad, two to three kids, and if you're crazy, you got, like, five kids. And yeah. <laughs> growing up in that community and being a guy who didn't really have, like, a male role model to look up to, and not saying, like, that's a tragic thing, but because like my mom absolutely killed it and was like one of the most amazing people I know and seeing that, but also like seeing a different perspective as a guy. Cause I'm not, I'm not necessarily one of like a guy guy. Cause like <laughs> when I see like guys doing guy stuff, I put up air quotes. I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing? Y'all are animals. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like I had a, this. I had a friend who I was at his house and he tackled one of his roommates and pretended to sneeze on him. And I was like, why would you ever do that to someone? <laughs> You're like that clean cut guy. That's like, I grew up in a house full of women. I know how to act. See, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You have like a one-up yeah. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just one, one, one little step ahead. One little step ahead so that you know not to fake sneeze in people's faces. Which is great. Yeah, so, which I thought everyone knew. but <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. But yeah. But yeah, so... It's it's crazy going through that because even like I didn't really pay attention to that till I got older and like a lot of people were pointing that out like oh like you didn't really experience this and I was like no I didn't I didn't know why and they're like well maybe because of this I was like oh shoot you're right you're like oh that makes so, sense now yeah but that kind of paved the way for a lot of anxiety like growing up like I struggled with a lot of anxiety where it was like man like how did people perceive me I often wanted to just I didn't really want people to like be the popular kid but mostly just be safe around people like I wanted people to not like insult me <laughs> which I feel like I thought was normal I was like every kid would want that but letting that drive the car of my life instead of just letting God drive the car of my life yeah which was really like debilitating even like through high school even through high school I was like man like I just want people to accept me and be okay with me that way I can just come out of my shell a bit and every time I try and push out something would keep me back in whether that was myself or some experience like I was writing something down last week and I felt really convicted by what like I wrote down I like reflected on I was like man God really spoke this through me where it was like 
it's really it takes a lot to build up confidence in like just the confidence in yourself but it takes very little to tear that all down wow that's yeah and I was like really taken aback and I like like sat in my chair I was like dang like that's a lot like going through that seasons those seasons like a lot of people everyone looks different but it could be like the same thing whether that's like finding out who you are when it's like in community or by yourself or with your family or just with God in general. Yeah. And being like, in like everyone's unique situation, but it can be very easy to categorize yourself. Like, Oh, I grew up with, um, not like in this area, like whether that's like for me, like I live in California, so it's like <laughs> hot all the time. I don't experience winter or something that falls from the sky that we call rain. <laughs> yeah. You guys really don't. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a running joke here where it's like, oh, what the heck's falling from the sky? Everyone run. Oh my, okay, I'm going to bring this in one time, but at Sandals one time, it was lightning from the sky. Everyone was outside watching the lightning (laughs) strike down, and we were the Floridians that had just came, and we were like, yo, you guys could get struck, and that can kill you. And they were like, it's so pretty, though, and we're like, no, people get struck by lightning. And it was like if they had never seen lightning before. And we're just out there like, looking at the sky. <laughs> Honestly, I love lightning. Like, I'll be, like, I won't be outside. But, like, I'll be, like, at my window. Like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Because we never experienced that. But, like, no. I know, like, a lot of Floridians don't like earthquakes. And so, like, when it comes to earthquakes, honestly, like, when an earthquake happens, everyone, no one really panics. Everyone's like, everyone, stop moving. Let's experience this real quick. It's so fun. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the massage chair, but it's everywhere. Oh my goodness, I would have never con- now I can see that though. It kind of is. And you see the ground kind of go like a massage chair? Yeah, you're like uh, like <laughs> I have a buddy who would always open his mouth so it'd be like, "Oh, earthquake." <laughs> <laughs> That's only something Californians would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're a different breed of people. <laughs> yes, but okay, going back to the categorizing everything because we could talk about californians because they're a whole different you guys are a whole different breed and i love you guys we're a whole we're a whole different species of people like oh yeah (laughs) but yeah diving back like especially like we were talking about social media earlier like i have friends who live in different parts of the u.s or even in different countries and like seeing their lifestyle and seeing their culture kind of that culture clash where it's like it exposes some things where I felt like, oh man, I don't have that. Therefore, I don't think I have like enough or I am enough. Like yeah. seeing people like, oh, I, I, I helped out in the fields. Not saying like, you know, because <laughs> like in California, there's no land to like work in fields or anything yeah. like that. But that's just an example. Like doing something where you think it would find more meaning or more like contentment, if you will. Mm, that's interesting. Now, kind of explain how looking at, someone working a different way than you are affects your worth or your contentment. Oh man. I heard this sermon a couple of weeks ago and it was one of our pastors and he was like, so every now and then when I take like a, like a weekend of rest, I go to a different church to see what they're all about. But oftentimes I build this comparative nature where it's like, man, I'm better than this dude. Or like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, like I need to write stuff down cause I'm not worth enough. So I think just having like a healthy perspective where it's learning rather than like kind of like assessing yourself. Cause like often, like oftentimes we can build the nature of like, it's kind of like a test score. Like we have our results and we have someone else's results and we compare and see like, Oh, I didn't excel in this part, but that's what God blessed them with. That's their gift. Whether that's like communication or people skills or like 
good at a particular skill, whether that's like math or stuff like that. Like my mind went to math because I suck at math. Like <laughs> things like things like that. And oftentimes we can get in that comparative, like negative nature rather than yeah. being like cele- like celebrating them. Like, man, like they're doing great. Like look at like what God's doing through them. But often we're like, why can't I be like that? Well, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. I forget who I, again, I'm bringing all these different speakers into this, but someone told me, I forget who it was, but they were like, everyone's, we're the only, I wouldn't call a species, but like, we're the only thing in creation that's made to be individualistic. So like all of our works are made to be different. Unlike when you have beaver, beavers, they're stereotyped to build a dam or something like that. But humans, we <laughs> all have different. <laughs> I know I just compared us to beavers. But, like, I love it. But like we all have our special gifts and that's why we're beautiful in God's eyes is because he didn't make us to all be similar or all have the same identity. But he made us to all have our own purpose in life and our own passions that we aren't supposed to work exactly like the person next to us wow that's so good even though we i just compared us to beavers to beavers (laughs) (laughs) honestly but that is like the thing is like i like it can be very like polar where it's like we're created to be individualistic and be because we're individually made yeah but also we're made to work together with people but using our gifts to contribute to that not kind of like chameleon ourselves into shape-shifting into what they are chameleon ourselves i love that i'm gonna use that now. made made it into a verb i love that i know i couldn't even pronounce it but i love it i'm gonna use that now <laughs> chameleoning chameleon chameleoning yeah it's not gonna happen but i'm gonna pretend like it happens. it's it's a thing now it's gonna be a thing it's a thing oh my goodness <laughs> people start yeah. actually using that it's like on a t-shirt. Chameleoning. <laughs> You're like, hey, I made that up. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing, but I totally get that. That's good. Yeah, like I was like, I was talking to a pastor who like had a lot of similar like life experience, like, or I would say I have a lot of life experience similar to his because he's older than me, but he was yeah. talking about how, because I, I heard him preach one day and I really wanted to meet with him and he's actually my neighbor. So it was yeah. super crazy because like, he lives across the street from me and I never knew who he was until like I met him a couple times and he spoke and I was like, wow, like we might have a lot in common, which I felt bad for. Cause I was like, I could have literally gone across the street and asked him, <laughs> but so he was talking about his experience and like how he's naturally an introvert and like, mm. kind of like, I love like the whole self-discovery tree. That's one something I'm really passionate about is like finding our identity in Christ. Cause like identity is one of those things where it's like, it can be very much like, I have to find it in my works or in my friendships or in my relationships. And um, oftentimes we look around us rather than what's above us. And that's God. And so he like made this like point. Cause I was like, I felt like kind of like weird for being an introvert in ministry where I was like, man, I have to be like social and stuff like that. I really don't know how to do that. <laughs> and he was talking about how he is and he's our discipleship pastor. So his role is all about discipling people and building leaders up to disciple others and I was like in awe of like man what's God doing in his life and he was like man God seeks me out and he already has the grace for me that I didn't think I had like I deserved yeah and so he was telling me about that he's like it's a daily surrenderance I don't know if that's a word but I was like (laughs) in awe because like oftentimes like it's a it's a continuing surrender like waking up every day to say yes to God no to ourselves and I just my heart sunk I was like dang 
<laughs> That's something I gotta do more. <laughs> I love, like, I'm so happy that you said that. That's so good. I, yeah. I feel like it needs to be talked about more that that's where we find our identity because it's so much easier or like in church, it's always brought up. You should find yourself or your foundation in God or your identity. But what does that look like? And I love it. Yeah. Like down. Yeah. If someone says like, you got to do this. Okay. But how do I do that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like telling you what you call it. Almost like giving, okay, I know you hate math, but like almost giving you the end result without giving you the equation and expecting you to know how to get to the end result. Exactly. Okay, my mind went to food, so I was like, it's basically like (laughs) handing them like a cake and being like, all right, reverse engineer this. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love that so much. I love cake in general, though. So if anyone ever compares anything to cake, I'm like all for that. Yeah, it's, it's like you had me at cake. Now, speak you, with what you will. <laughs> you had me at cake. Another t-shirt <laughs> that we could make. You know what, Ethan? We should just start a t-shirt line. You should just start saying Honestly, stuff, and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to write it down and put it on a t-shirt. We're going to quote it. It's written, all right? Kate, you had me at cake. <laughs> you had me at cake. Okay, making your list right now. Business is going up soon. <laughs> Chameleoning. Chameleon. I can't even say it, but... We're going to make a t-shirt out of it, so it's okay. It's a thing. (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing, you guys. But, yeah, I love that. Everything that you just said. Yeah, honestly, like, it takes, like, it's super, like, humbling and convicting. Like, you know, like, like like I've been on the theme of, like, comparison. But, Mm -hmm. like, seeing someone who's, like, maybe a little bit older than us or, like, a little bit, like, maybe in their mid-20s-ish depending because we're both 19 so in their mid-20s like out of college a little bit in life experience and seeing them out of a season we're like oh I want the microwave version of that where I just don't have to go through all the ringer and I like saw this clip from uh one of our pastors Matt Brown he was like um sometimes like God is putting you through suffering and we're like why is God putting me through this but it's like it builds you stronger and it builds that experience for you to be stronger on the other end and I was like dang Because, like, oftentimes we look at the suffering and, like, suffering is, like, an exaggerated word. But, like, the trials and the tribulations where it's, like, why is this happening? But it's, like, once you exit, it's, like, man, now I see why. Yeah. Oh, my. There's been so many situations where people were, like, dang, that sucked that you went through that. I'm, like, now I look back and I'm so thankful that I went through that. Because you gain so much understanding and so much knowledge through the hardships. And that, like, takes you outside your comfort zone. And I feel like our generation tries to stay inside the comfort zone and wants the easy route when the easy route doesn't get you really to success. That's yeah. like not a thing. There's not like a short route or like a shortcut to success. And I don't think yeah. people realize that sometimes. Yeah, I often compare it to like a water bottle, like well, like not a water. Yeah, like a water <laughs> bottle where it's like you can you can put the cap on an empty water bottle yeah. and you have like the same tallness of the bottle, but it's not full, so it'll easily get blown away. But if you fill it with water and the experience and the and like the foundation that God puts you through, then like when you put it on and let a wind blow, it doesn't blow over as easily. Ethan, that's so good. I would have never thought of that. Genius. Now I'm gonna forever look at water bottles differently. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> you know what? No, you gotta fill that thing all the way up if you don't want it to blow over. 
Yeah, honestly, like, I often call, like, the danger zone where it's, like, I have a water bottle and it gets to a certain lane. I'm, like, I have to hold on to it. Otherwise, it's going to fall over. <laughs> I love that so much. Like, how you use that. I'm never going to look, like, for real, I'm going to look at a water bottle and be, like, I know Ethan said that. Like, that was great. That was great. I love that so much. <laughs> I love it. I'm about it. <laughs> but, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about before the water bottle. The water bottle yeah, just uh, has me in awe. I don't know why. I'm just obsessed with I the love, water bottle. <laughs> I love how we went through so many topics. We went through chameleons, beavers, and lightning, and then what had you was a water bottle. Like, out of everything. <laughs> I think it's just because I've never heard anyone really compare anything to a water bottle. Like, yeah, well, no one's like, oh, look at the water bottle. Yeah, I can show you a lesson <laughs> through that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a water bottle in my hand. I was like, it just came to me right now. It just, God, just show me through this water bottle a little lesson. I think that's so cool, though, when he does show you things through, like, the little things in life, the things that you don't really pay attention to that you don't think will ever show you a lesson. Like, God just kind of speaks over you a lesson through that. And you're like, wow, how'd you use, like, let's say a water bottle to show me something. But he's like, no, I can yeah. see what I'm talking about through, like, a visual and I just showed you through this water bottle, and you would have never expected it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, my gosh. So, I know it was kind of, like, joking, but, like, it's honestly so crazy looking back. Because, like, reflection, I feel like, is a very important thing that, like, a lot of, like, people often forget. Where yeah. it's like, I just want to keep going and going and going and keep learning. But never looking back and seeing how far God's taken them. Because it's like we're in that mindset where it's like, man, I haven't done enough. But when you look back, you're like, man, God's done so much already. Yeah, that's so good. Yes, I love that. And I feel like you personally, like, I knew you back when we were in high school, which isn't that long ago, but it feels like, (laughs) okay, when I saw you, it was like, what, three years ago? We were like juniors, I think. We were Three years ago. Dang, that feels like so long ago. So much has changed. But I've seen how you've changed, like, as a person. Like, even the way you talk is like, you have you're wiser like you can tell that these people around you have been feeding into you which is great and like just the way that you talk is so like you've grown so much in three years which is crazy (laughs) yeah honestly like it's been crazy to see like um god moving into that even like even like through you too like honestly like it's been crazy to see like how how much he's done in people like we were in like the same high school we were in the same community i know like you moved away but like so much radically happened to both of us in that time. Oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> We've lived like and five it's been, different lives. <laughs> I know, right? In that it's like three thousand oh. miles apart. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so crazy! I can't believe that you're in California and I'm in Georgia, and we're recording this today. I never thought Honestly, I would talk to you again either. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> in the best way possible. Miss you so much, Ethan. But. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, like Missy Gabby. Never Miss- thought we'd do this again. <laughs> I'm like, actually, I'm I blocked you on Instagram. Never thought. Just kidding. I wouldn't. Yeah, you didn't. It. You didn't get my DM. That's so weird. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, funny you mentioned that. But yeah, it's crazy yeah. how life just changes, or God changes through life. Yeah, and like the situations, like me, like I, I'd, I'd be terrified of moving. Like, but. <laughs> seeing like how it's changed through like your life and all through that and like still having the same foundation of like man like 
we want to move through the younger community culture now and being empowered to to speak change and authenticity into that both like in Georgia and in California having that same vision is just like really mind-blowing because it's like man like this is like not just like a Cali thing or a Georgia thing it's a it's a world thing oh yeah yeah I appreciate that <laughs> it wasn't always like that though just let yeah me I know. feel that <laughs> I was about to say I feel like sometimes you have to go through those moments where it's just like you're lows and you almost have to like go away from God to realize how much you need God in your life yeah and like I saw I heard this worship song by Elevation and it was it was called Great Things so I was like I'm curious to see what it's about and yeah. Um, it was about like, literally start with thank you for the valleys and thank you for the hard times. And I like got caught cause I was like, what the heck is this guy trying to say? <laughs> and it was like, it was like, thank you for the valleys where I learned to thirst for you more. And I like felt so convicted cause I was like, man, like if it weren't for those experiences and if it weren't for like those changes, like I remember when you like casually said, yeah, I'm moving like to North Carolina. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And it was like a week out. You were like, I'm leaving next Monday. I was like, what? the heck just happened oh i forgot i told you like right before i was gonna leave i was like by the way yeah bye. i knew i know i was still i knew i was still new like i was very new and we didn't really know each other that well we had a class together right we had a class but both of us didn't talk in that like i don't know why we didn't talk in that class but yeah i don't know either but we didn't you know we it was didn't. Like... but we saw each other at sandals and we started talking to each other there yeah, because we had, like, mutual friends. Well, I was new, so I was just, like, meeting people, and you're like, hey! <laughs> the funniest thing is, though, you brought up that you're an introvert, which is crazy, because I don't even see you as, like, an introvert. Because whenever I saw you, you were very, like, outgoing, or at least pretended to be outgoing. Like, you put <laughs> off that almost, I'm outgoing, I can talk to anyone, I'm not nervous at all to talk to anyone, I'll say hi to you. So that's crazy. Yeah, you would have... Awesome. That's crazy that you experienced that. Cause like, honestly, like when I like left or when I got in the car to go home, I like reflect on everything, every conversation. I'm like, okay, what went wrong? Oh my gosh, that went wrong. And I would like start panicking in the car. Oh my, I would have had no idea. That is pretty yeah. like, you never know what people are thinking about themselves. Like they can go out and have this image that they're putting out or like look like it some way on the outside, but you don't know what's going on in their thoughts. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so crazy. Cause like, like I like I have like a little bit of social anxiety. Just like being like, cause like first impressions, I have the record where I like screw up a little bit of first impressions. I have to mend that back rather than nailing off the first impression. So that was always something that was always like in my mind. Where I was like, oh shoot, how does this person perceive me? Cause I'm not gonna lie, when I first came to Sandals, there's a couple people who didn't like me. I was like, why? And I was a little confused, but. Honestly, like looking back and meeting with people, they were like, oh, it's just because like we're often like our desire, like my desire is for security and safety and like not everyone's is like that. Hmm. Wait, explain a little bit more. Okay, so like um, because like I, okay, I know like you and I talked about, but there's like this little personality, I'm not going to get to it, it's called the Enneagram (laughs) and I know you were talking about how you, when we were talking earlier, you were saying that you're a three. Yeah. And so, like, that thing is desire to, like, to achieve and, like, help others and, like, build others up. And while succeeding, mine is to build, like, relationships and, like, safety for others. And oh. so, like, my main thing for going to new places or meeting new people was to be, like, okay, can I feel safe around this person? Can I trust this person? Can they trust in me is a better question. Like, wow. I, 
I feel like I'd be good at keeping national secrets. <laughs> I mean, maybe you should. Maybe that's your calling in life and you just haven't found it yet. <laughs> I just I just emailed the FBI like, yo, I'm a great secret keeper. You, JK. you can really tell me what's going on in Area 51 and I won't tell anyone. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Area 51, what's that? What's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? As like I'm sweating. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Going back to how, yeah, I would have never expected that from you, honestly. I can see the whole you want people to feel safe around you because that was kind of the person you were. You were very much like, I want you to trust me. Like, I don't want to burn any bridges with anyone type of person. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I would have had no idea. This is crazy. Yeah. We're just discovering so many different things that we had no idea about Junior ourselves. <laughs> yeah, just just mind boggling. Four years later. Four years later, we're like, "Wow, did we just?" Add I'm de- I feel, I feel old. <laughs> you, I mean, it's crazy how much we were talking about this earlier, but how much out of the loop we already are. At least I'm already. You have to stay in the loop because you're youth. Yeah, I know. Like, okay. <laughs> Crack me up how much you didn't know because I was like, <laughs> come on, you got to know this. And you're like, no. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm an old lady. I I'm, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on in the world. I live in a bubble. <laughs> Honestly, but like, I feel like you know more like about like world, like, like what's going on, like in the world rather than like culture wise, like this is going on in New York or like in Europe or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know the latest memes. <laughs> I know the latest memes. I'm an adult, too. I know all the latest memes, though, so you can hit me up for that. <laughs> yeah, I-, I felt embarrassed one time in a meeting because I, like, brought up a meme and no one knew what it was. And I was like, dang, I just, like, left myself high and dry like that. <laughs> it's like when you make a joke and you start laughing and no one else is laughing. <laughs> and you have to explain it. That's always the worst. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, we're getting so off track. Me and you, we discovered this. Everyone listening, we discovered earlier that we have to keep ourselves on the right track in conversations. Yeah, we have to stay accountable. Or else we can go on these, like, things. We talked about what early? We talked about everything from office to new girl to memes to, I forget what else, Spongebob. Like, we went on all these different things in a short span of time. What was supposed to be a five-minute conversation turned into an hour of just culture <laughs> class. <laughs> basically him teaching me what I need to know and what I need to get caught up on, which now I'm very thankful for that. And he's going to show me the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, what happened to Gabby making all these weird jokes? Well, Ethan helped me out and opened up a whole new horizon of... (laughs) A whole new horizon of culture, a.k.a. California. (laughs) A.k.a. California humor, which is completely different than any other humor. And we were talking about that earlier. For everyone who doesn't live in California or is Californians and never been outside of California, California is so different. The culture, the humor, everything about it is different. Like, you'll make a joke in another state, and it won't be the same as if you made it in California. Or I love that. Yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like working it back but still being in. This is like even like the weather. Like Yeah. Oftentimes, like, going into new things, it's like, oh, I'm not prepared at all. Like, I remember going somewhere. I went to visit someone in Colorado, and I brought, like, my, my uh, I'm putting air quotes up, my 
winter clothes. And that's basically just a hoodie and jeans. And it was like snowing. And I was like, I am not prepared for this at all. Like I had a pea coat that was like a fancy coat, but it wasn't meant to keep me warm. So it didn't help at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> see, I can see this all happening too. Which is the funniest part is I'm visualizing everything. But okay, okay. Back on track to the podcast because we only have a few more minutes left. So is there anything that you want to leave people with that's been on your heart that you just want to talk about in the last few five minutes or so? Honestly, like the like self-discovery is a really difficult journey to want to get into, whether that's like your mind, like, man, am I willing to like, you know, like how like people are like, oh, I want to pray that prayer where it's like, Lord, break me. But it's very dangerous to pray because it's like, it's like, do you know what you're getting yourself into? I feel like self-discovery yeah. is the same way where it's like, I'm comfortable where I'm at. Or I feel like I'm 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 vibing where I'm at, but there's so much more that God wants to show you in those experiences. Like honestly, like I know we were talking about high school, and like high school is like one of those areas where it's like, man, I'm coasting. I feel like I'm excelling. And then you get into college or the workforce, and you're like, I know nothing. <laughs> I thought I knew everything, but I know zero. <laughs> I know nothing. And honestly, like the whole self discovery season came up to me by surprise because I like I was telling you this earlier, but like, I broke my foot over the summer, yeah. and I was on bed rest for a while. And being away from like my norm, really like God was like opening my heart to like, what, is, what define, like, what is going on through your mind? What is your objectives? What is your uh, motivation? And so I felt really like shocked and like, there are some things that I really need to dive into. And so self-discovery is like such an important process for, I feel like this generation, and especially like this season of life, like whether you're in high school or in college or exiting college or exiting high school, it's such a key moment to jump into to find out who you are in Christ and like, what, what do you, cause there's nothing wrong with having separate motivations. Like I'm motivated to find security or find um, excitement or find joy or whatever, but um, in Christ, but it's such an important season to start because it kind of helped rouse like the rest of your life. In my opinion. Huh, that's so good. I love that. Because it is like the start of the rest of your life. Yeah, it's the start of your actual life. Not just like, oh, man, I'm gone for summer. Now I'm back. It's like, oh, there's no school now. <laughs> oh, crap. What do I do with myself? Yeah. I know, right? Like, <laughs> adulting's the weirdest thing. Oh, it's so weird. There's like, and still, we talked about this earlier before we got on the podcast. But we were like, People look at us and are like, wow, you guys are adults. And we're like, no, we aren't. Are we adults? (laughs) I remember someone was like, someone talked to the adult and they were meaning me, but I looked behind me thinking there was someone older behind me. (laughs) And they're like, no, 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 it's you. You're the adult. And you're like, I am? (laughs) I am? Question mark? Like, what? (laughs) I love that. But yeah, adulting is the weird. And I feel like this stage in our life, especially... It's just this weird time and everyone's kind of confused and some people are trying to say that they got it kind of figured out. But in reality, half of us are just all confused about what's happening. The future can be scary because there's no set plan. Like we can't foresee the future, so it can be intimidating going into that. But I feel like we're all in the season together. Which is kind of- oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah. Okay, so one last little thing, but like, <laughs> I know Disney Plus came out and I watched oh, High School Musical. Oh, um, it's so. 
So I thought of like we're all in this together, and I was like, dang, like seeing like all those people from different like areas, whether it's like you know I'm a basketball player, I'm a I'm a they call them thespians, basically like a theater kid or like a smart kid, all coming together for like one common purpose, and that was to grow in like community. And I was like, that's actually like an underlying like good theme in midst of all the drama. Whoa! Oh my goodness. You just showed me something that I should have known about High School Musical, but didn't, like, even think about. That's so good. Dang. We need to get that as, like, a generation in this time that we're in and just be like, we're all in this together. We're all going to go to... Can you imagine how much different our society would be if we treated it like High School Musical? That scene. Uh, it'd, be, <laughs> it'd be much more... Uh, <laughs> it'd be much more energetic, in my opinion. <laughs> A lot more choreographed. That too, that too. And if we all sung like them too, if we all had that beautiful like singing voice, imagine how great that yeah. would be. <laughs> I was about to say, if you have a singing voice is the key part. Yeah, those poor people, or I can't sing to save my life. So if we tried to do that, I would be that one person that they just kick off like the face. Oh yeah, I'll be right there with you. Like I am tone deaf. Like I will make something like glass shatter and not a good way. <laughs> We're like, wow, you just broke that glass. You didn't want to be in here when I broke it, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember someone was like, it was like, man, like it was a joke, and it was like, man, you're like this. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're out of time right now, but I was so happy to have you on this podcast, and I'm happy that even though you're in California, we had the ability to record it. And I feel like I just learned so much through this podcast of you just speaking, even though half of it, you talked about memes and stuff, which I love. There was a lot of truth wrapped into it too, which is great. And it just shocks me how you can incorporate something like memes into God and life and make it sound like, oh, wow, I needed to know that. And ha ha ha, that's funny too. Like, I just loved that about you. So I was really excited to have you on here. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Unfiltered Feelings. Remember, we are every single Thursday. Don't forget, every single Thursday. And please rate us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Unfiltered Feelings. I hope you guys have a great week this week. Bye.